hello 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 everyone oh i'm so excited to be with you guys i just want to welcome you to the obsidian mindset podcast where we are redefining our definition of wellness my name is joe aka joe the wellness curator and i'm here to get this journey started with you guys so i know you have a whole bunch of questions but we're gonna get through it so three big questions what's obsidian what's going on with that who am i why I want to keep listening and what does redefining our wellness mean well why don't we start at the top with redefining our wellness uh just humor me close your eyes for a quick session let's do a a quick exercise and just imagine that you are watching tv what am I watching Bridgerton don't judge me I felt it I felt the judgment WandaVision you know, it really doesn't matter because these TV shows don't have commercials nowadays anyway, but you're watching it and a commercial comes on for a fitness ad. What does that person look like? Just off your top of your head, just based off what you're thinking, what does that person look like? Just really describe it. Hair, skin, physique. Does that person resemble you in any way? Can you see yourself being in that commercial? Would they hire you at your current state right now? So these are the things that I want to start to dig deeper and think about, uh, because a lot of times we base our own goals based off of these ideas of wellness and fitness that we don't even know where it came from. We have ideas and, and goals for wellness and fitness that comes from society, comes from upbringing, that comes from family that we might not either subscribe to or we just physically cannot get to that level. We cannot, not, or not even level, we can't get to that that goal right so i think it's really important to let's it's time to scrap all that i hate using the word deprogram but it's kind of time to start to it's time to start deprogramming ourselves from this idea of what wellness and fitness should look like and we need to start adding more of our stories this is why obsidian i want it to be wellness through storytelling i want us to start using stories to redefining what wellness means because the more stories we can add whether it's your your perspective from being black or Hispanic or indigenous or LGBTQ or as a disabled person or, or non-binary or, or as a, a someone that was never f- or quote-unquote fit or someone that identifies with another body type that might not be quote-unquote seen. I'm really doing quotes, by the way. Not seen as ideal. It is time to add those stories because the more we add those stories into the quote-unquote... Huh, I'm not going to do that anymore. That's my last one for the, the, the show. The more, the more we get, uh, the more stories we get, the more we can start filling in that void of what fitness and wellness actually is and start bringing it to reality. Because there is no reason why you should not feel like you're a part of the wellness community, the wellness ideal. Whether it's your, I was going to say quote unquote, whether it's your beginning of your fitness journey or wellness journey or the end or the middle all of that, all of that journey is included in wellness. You are wellness. You, your wellness is important. So these are the things we're going to be touching on. Yes, we're going to be talking about squats and food and things we shouldn't eat and, or moderation. But there's a lot of deeper lessons. And this is the thing I want to get to. Like a lot of the mindfulness and the way we talk to ourselves and other things that are just as important. So I'm excited to talk to you guys about that because those are things that I think I did not hear as much during my journey that I think helped 
uh, catapult me into a, a, a more holistic and more well-rounded, wellness, well-rounded uh, Joe. And I'm, I'm so excited to share that with everyone. So I think that answered the last part. So let's get to the next part of why Obsidian. So Obsidian is a truth-enhancing, a strongly protective stone. It forms a shield against negativity, it draws out mental stress and tension, it stimulates growth on all levels, urging exploration of the unknown and opening new horizons. It brings clarity to the mind and uh, clears confusion. It helps you to know who you truly are and promotes qualities of compassion and strength. Uh, so this is the definition. Uh, but... The meaning is a little bit more personal to me, and, and I think this is why it speaks to my wellness journey. So one of the first crystals that I ever received was actually from a friend. It was an obsidian stone. And, you know, I felt, I remember getting it. I remember where I was. And it was black, very black, jet black, smooth to the touch, cold. Um, but it, it just gave a, a aura of strength. Urgh, just... <laughs> But it was, it felt like physical, it felt like fitness. It felt like physical strength. Um, but, you know, I brought it out into the light and then just looking at it, it, it changed. It, it was no longer that facade of fitness, that facade of black. But under it were these layers of colors, these ribbons of blues and pinks and purple. And it was just amazing. And I, and I think later on, we'll talk a little bit more about what these ribbons represent. But there's a whole layer underneath that physical there's all these other layers that is really important for us to explore if we want to get to a more holistic approach to wellness so similar to my wellness journey we're going to explore that we're going to explore yours and then we're going to we're going to get into a little bit more but first let me talk a little bit about myself um, I'm from New York. I am a black man, queer black man. I am a world traveler. I'm a part of the Seventh Continents Club. I'm an investor. I'm a CPA. I'm a six-time marathoner. Shout out to the crazy marathoners out there. I'm a lifter. I'm a runner. I'm a plant zaddy. I really just got two more plants, but baby one died and we won't talk about that. Uh, and now I'm a podcaster and I'm creating a wellness brand called Obsidian. What else? I'm pro-black. I'm pro-woman. I'm pro-LGBTQ. I'm pro-BLM. I'm pro-Black Lives Matter. And that's all black lives, including trans lives. Pro-choice and pro-hood feminism. Now, the reason why I said pro-hood feminism is because it's on my table right now. I just finished reading it. Such a good book. It's by Mickey Kendall. Um, she eloquently talks about the black and brown and queer and disabled person and the marginalized groups and how they're left out of feminism. So, 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 so good. So she's not sponsoring the show, but you should still pick it up anyway. I'm going to try really hard to really uh, recommend any books or articles or things that I'm reading that kind of shapes my mind when I'm doing these episodes or just whatever I want to just bring to your attention. That was really good. So anyway, collectivism and abundance are key. So, now that we have all that out the way, let's go a little deeper into my wellness journey, why won't we? Whew. All right, where do we begin? Um, so, when I was younger, I was diagnosed with asthma when I started public school at the age of five. 
I started taking inhalers and medication. And, you know, some of these medication inhalers had steroids in it. Yeah. Um, so with steroids, there are a lot of, and with all these medications, there was a few symptoms, a little, a few side effects. Uh, but you know, with asthma and the side effects, I started gaining a lot of weight rapidly, I would say. And I started being less, less active because I've experienced what asthma attacks were, tried to avoid them at all costs. Definitely went to the hospital a few times when I was younger, not an experience I enjoyed. So that was my lesson there. And, you know, when you're taking these medications, they have storage on it. Now, as you're getting older and you're in puberty, this is where hormone changes happen, right? This is where hormone imbalances happen. This is where they, they interact. And usually little young boys that take medication with steroids in it, there is a chance that they'll get something called gynecomastia. This is what I got. Um, it's basically male breasts um, or enlarged in, in breasts for in, in men or boys. And, you know, it's so interesting because I'm even talking about it now and I never realized how much that, that thing held up so much space in my life, whether it's physically what I did, mentally what I did, things I just had to move differently to either hide it or, or minimize myself or minimize it so it doesn't become the elephant in the room. Uh, but while doing that, you had to dim, I had to gym my own light. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But, you know, it really did shift a lot of things for me. And, you know, these are things that I even have to think about and unpack in therapy right now. So welcome to the journey. <laughs> uh, so during this time, I'm in high school, junior high school, high school, college, still gaining weight, uh, you know, still making it through. Uh, and and I'm grateful for it. You know, and during this time, I'm gaining all these tools, both for the good and the bad. But uh, these tools that are helping me survive all of this. Uh, I get, as I'm leaving college, I can easily say I am well over 350 pounds. Uh, I, I've learned at that point to avoid scales and mirrors. Uh, that was one of my survival tactics, my tools in my toolbox. Um, but there was one day after I started working... And there was one day, January 23rd, 2011, I remember I was out of busy season, it was a Sunday, there was a football game, and I don't even watch football. So, it was on in the background, I remember going through Facebook, because you know, that's where all great stories start, on Facebook, apparently. But I was going through Facebook and just looking at the pictures of myself, and I was just like, how did this happen? I was legit just like, how did this happen? And the more I questioned it, there was a period of like victim wanting to blame other people, but it was at a point where I realized I did not have control of this. Uh, so that was the day I went to the gym, signed up for a trainer, and it was really the beginning of just changing a lot of habits, just realizing what I needed to fix and do and how to kind of really start the journey. Because I've, and don't get me wrong, I've started before, I've tried, but this time was different. This time it hit harder and it hit deeper and it had to start then. So, you know, over the course of 10 years, I've lost over 100 pounds, ran marathons, half marathons, obstacle courses, both internationally and domestically. Doing, doing things from like climbing tabletop mountain in South Africa to lifting water jugs and up and down the aisles of City Field uh, to running a half marathon uh, 
in Iceland watching locals come out their house beating pots and pans with a wooden stick as this beautiful backdrop of a mountain is in the back and, and, and the water and the lake, right? It, mind-blowing. But these are things that I would do. I've tried all types of fitness from running to biking to swimming to axe throwing to CrossFit to even pole dancing. That's something you'll learn really early about me. I love to just try different things. And if it's not for me, I won't do it anymore. But if it is, I'll either commit to it or I'll take pieces of it that I enjoy and try to implement it and apply it to other pieces of my life. And this is also outside of fitness. I try to do this when it comes to anything. So many people see that. They see my story. They see me traveling. They see me losing weight. And they're like, He's, he did it. That's the end of the story. He did it. He figured it out. He figured out the clue. He figured out the, the key. And now he's done. But honestly, that's where the journey even started. So I would say in like year five or six of my journey, so this is like five, four or five years ago, I, that's when I knew I wasn't done learning. I feel like I was losing the weight. I feel like I was getting healthier, but some of the same habits and traits would continue to show up. These characteristics I forged for were survival techniques, tactics, techniques, tactics, techniques, tactics, and techniques. The technique, the, huh. The characteristics I forged were survival tactics. And during that phase of my life, they were necessary. So there, when I say this, I, I think it was very important for me to acknowledge there is no shame and there is no blame of my younger self. You know, I did everything I had to do for a reason and I hold no shame and no judgment towards that. Um, but, you know, some of these tactics and some of these strategies no longer work. Uh, and there's there they are tactics that I have to slowly learn to get rid of and shed so that I'm able to start doing things that work better for me. So I'm not just surviving, right? Because my goal is not to survive. My goal is to thrive. So what are the new tactics, new techniques, new strategies I can do to, to thrive? Because I'm popping and so are you. So let's go for thrive. Why, why should we shoot for survive when we can go for thrive? Um. So all that being said, I'm still holding on to 30 years of stories and beliefs and techniques about my worthy and my value that just does not serve me now. So that's when I started going to therapy and a new journey began. So that's basically why we're here. This is what the podcast is about. This is why I started it. It's the space where we get to talk about wellness in a different way, where there's no shame, no judgment. We're just trying to be a little bit better every day at a time. Each moment, just a little better. Not focusing on being that big old goal by tomorrow, but just little by little, day by day. So wellness, although we're programmed to think about it like a number on the scale, it is so much more. We will go through the journey of redefining wellness. You get to find wellness defined by you. We will focus on the eight dimensions of wellness. There's physical, mental slash emotional, intellectual, financial, vocational, spiritual, social, and environmental. I know, I know there's a lot, but don't worry, we'll do an episode per, we won't, we'll 
take it very easy and we'll deep dive into each one of them and what they mean. So don't feel overwhelmed. We're going to find a perfect balance and blend for the wellness for you by talking about it. Like I said, the more stories we can talk about, the more you can see examples that might resonate with you. Just like the obsidian stone, although it seemed like physical appearance or physical wellness was the key, was the actual stone, when you look into it, there's so many other ribbons. And those dimensions, whether it's mental, financial, spiritual, all those dimensions, you can see when you're actually paying attention and put a light to it. So that's what I want to do on this with you guys. We're putting a light to our stones and we're going to start exploring these other dimensions. So you ready? Let's do this. Well, not, not now. We're going <laughs> to, we'll do this next week. Next, next time, next time. Um, but trust me, this is just a big caveat. I am not a 10 across the board, right? This is not, if that's what you thought this was, no. <laughs> uh, I don't have it all together, but you know, after 10 years, I feel like I've been through trials and tribulations. And I always say, if I can prevent one person from doing one trial or tribulation that I ever did, then I am successful. If we can come together and start sharing more of our stories, good and bad, we can have a better, like I said, a better and more well-defined definition of wellness that encompasses all of us. So I'm excited to start that with you guys. So, you know, I'm really excited to just really have deep and deep intentional conversations of through these eight dimensions about what wellness looks like and how we want to redefine it, whether we're talking about finances and what money and finances look like for us and how that shows up in different ways in different areas of our lives to how we talk to ourselves and our relationship with ourselves. So I'm really excited to have these collective conversations. Um, this podcast is not just run by me. It's run by us. It's run by a community. So with that said, I want you guys to please subscribe to this podcast across all the networks and feel free to connect with me and, and follow me on IG at both the brand at defined by Obsidian, as well as going to my personal IG at Joe, the wellness curator. So this is where we get to grow together. So if you have any feedback, questions, something you want to hear, feel free to just email me or hit me up on DMs, but feel free to email me as well. My email is joe at joethewellnesscurator.com. Y'all, I am so looking forward to hearing from you. I'm excited to start this journey. I'm excited to... I have a lot of gems to throw off. I got the brand to throw to y'all. I got some big things coming for 2021. I know we're going through a lot. I know 2020 was a year of craziness as well. And I just want to make sure I acknowledge that as well. But... I have a feeling that we can really push through and create some great things in 2021. But first, we just got to start with ourselves, putting, focusing ourselves as well. So with that said, I want you guys to have a great one. And thank you, thank you, thank you for picking yourself today. Bye, y'all.